0: Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello,
1: everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show that's in its 19th year on Voice America. And today, we're talking about How we can use our energy in the right way with an expert, a woman I've known for many years. Her name is Melissa Zolo. She is a leading inspirational speaker and mentor and imagist. She's a certified vibrational sound practitioner and touch for health energy balancing facilitator. After surviving a serious and debilitating head injury in 1992, Melissa rewired her brain and created a new reality for herself. Using the law of attraction, manifestation, and the power of the imaginal dynamic, she has helped people all over the world heal from pain, from emotional trauma, and self-defeating patterns in her workshops, teleseminars, and online courses. Melissa created the Imaginal Dynamic series and has lectured on the universal laws of consciousness and the power of imagination for 30 years. Welcome, Melissa Zola.
2: Hello, Patricia.
1: Great to have you. All right. So um, what brought you to want to know about self-healing and the power of mind healing?
2: Well, I would say that, you know, I didn't know anything about self-healing growing up, and, you know, as a child, I felt very different than other people. I certainly wasn't on the same page as others, but I knew, you know, from what I gathered that I was a strong, independent kid, um, and I didn't match the extremely uh, difficult family circumstances that I was born into, and that that impacted my emotional life, um, and I would say that that was the that was one of the keys that I certainly wasn't conscious of, but it was propelling me forward. I left home when I was 17, uh, much, much against my family's uh, wishes, and I became an actress, and it was acting. That opened my eyes and the door to my learning how to redirect recurring feelings of frustration, sadness, anxiety into a script and express my feelings in appropriate ways. But what I discovered is acting didn't transform them. So as I was in my career, I was dealing with some health obstacles and I realized that my subconscious circuits were overloaded by these programs and beliefs and trauma. So to answer your question, it was my own unhappiness, poor emotional yep. health, and injuries that led me to wanting to really know about self-healing and the power of the mind mm-hmm. over matter.
1: You know, it's it's amazing.
2: Probably 70% of the people
1: I've interviewed in, in the 5,000 interviews over decades and decades have been through something and they've healed themselves and they write about it, and that's the best teacher, right,
2: Melissa? Because you've been there, you've been through oh, it. Yeah, definitely. I that think that sense. experience, um, as opposed to book learning, getting a degree, and then speaking on the subject of self healing, I think it's a very different, I think it's very different.
1: Yeah. All right. So let me ask you, did you have a personal health challenge? And I know you did. And this was a catalyst for you to develop your focus on conscious manifestation and a holistic and new way of thinking. So c- explain that a little
2: more. Well, I've had many self uh, health challenges since I had that serious uh, head injury. I had a serious head injury, a brain injury, that collapsed my life in, I mean, in an instant, I was a, I was this vibrant, I was a dancer, I was an actress, I was a scuba diver and all of my dreams of having a theatrical career dissolved um, with a blow to my head from a bench that wasn't nailed down properly. And, Mm. and with that also went a meaningful relationship that I was in. Um. So I understand how, Pain, trauma, um, injuries, illness can um, seemingly rob us, but it was that injury uh, that propelled me into not just the darkest experience of my life, it propelled me into the beginning of rising into new levels of awareness. Mm-hmm. So, do
1: you feel that healing is a matter of reward or punishment? Do we have Um. to be perfect
2: to be healed? (laughs) No. No, we don't. Uh, Healing, for me, is not a matter of reward or punishment. Healing, for me... Is a matter of reconnecting to the life force that's within us. It's you know most of us um, have short circuited the connection to the life force um, by those early programs or imprints or experiences in our lives, and and we gave way to the fear and anger and anxiety and and have an overload of perhaps sadness or resentment, um, unforgiveness, bitterness. But in order to heal, as far as I'm concerned, the first step is pick up the plug. Second step, stick it back in the socket. Third, and make that connection so that you are restored in consciousness to the life force within um, that, to me, is essential because healing, for me, is a matter of increasing awareness. It's a matter of surrendering resistance, um, and it's growing beyond the addiction to the distress habits um, that we generally go back to and re- perceive ourselves in. Um, that's really, for me, so I always say, Healing is a matter of connecting with the powerful life force, um, which, in fact, is who we really are a part of, Um, and that will lead to emotional, mental balance, um, which is essential for our immune health, emotional health, mental health, and spiritual health.
1: Do you feel, Melissa, that there are different levels of healing? Or is it all kind of gradual? It's just the more you heal then you heal on different layers? What do you think?
2: Maybe, maybe both, actually. But what, I think there are different levels. Some people are, can go to a medical doctor and, you know, they can take a drug. Um, they can have they can go to a chiropractic and have their structure rearranged. They can go to a, a nutritionist and do biochemistry work. So on that's a level of healing: diet, therapy, exercise. You know, all, drugs, herbs. All that's a level. The second level or another level is to deal. You know, with our feelings. Um, and, you know, begin to understand them and and to be able to heal an emotional wound of the heart is a major step in healing. And there are modalities that, you know, definitely um, focus on that. Kinesiology does, breath therapy does, meditation, acupuncture. Um, And then there is the third level or another level of healing, which for me deals with thoughts, um, beliefs, attitudes, emotions, mind, the mental field, which is a field or a level that I deal with uh, a lot with my clients in the work that I do. So, so we have those levels, and then we even can go up further to, you know, the level of intuition, uh, and, and there are clearings that happen in that level that deal with, you know, the collective unconsciousness and mind. Um, there's sound healing, um, and then there's healing at the highest level, at least for me. I mean, there certainly could be more, but I'm just saying in terms of consciousness, higher consciousness or spirit, and that's the realm for me of imagination or someone could say prayer, but that's where the true self-healing occurs for me first in the, the realm of awareness, the realm of yeah. imagination. Yes, no. absolutely. And you know, I
1: have, to, I have to tell you because it's been a few years since I interviewed you. And there's yeah. something I always remember that you <clears> said. And every time I think of you, I think of you, it was one of your webinars or in those days, one of your tapes. And I was listening and you were talking about getting what you want out of life. And you said, uh, this isn't exact, but you said something like, you don't go to the hardware store to buy milk. meaning we're looking, right? We're looking in the wrong, you know, we want something, and so we pick the wrong place. We know it's not the right place, but we think we're going to get it there.
2: So I thought
1: that really really stayed with me.
2: Well, I think, you know, I don't know if it was Einstein, but he said the solution to your problem is never going to be found at the same level of the problem. I think I said something like if you plant corn, you don't right. get tomatoes. If you keep planting right. corn and expect to get, you know, tomatoes, you're not going to get it. And that's, to me, the same thing as saying a lot of people are pastaholics. Oh, they say they want to change, but they are, their senses are outer-focused, And, and therefore they're just, it's like a washing machine. They're just recycling the same old emotional reactions and projecting them onto, you know, what could be new situations.
1: Yeah. Well, I also think, you know, you can relate that to relationships, you know, where you keep picking the wrong person. You think Uh you've got the right person and yet, you know, it's that same old dynamic and you're looking for, like you're looking for kindness. I'm giving an example. You're looking for, and then you keep picking people who aren't kind. Well, you're not going to get a kind person when you, it's the same, it's the same analogy.
2: Exactly. Yeah, it works across, you know, for me, and and my focus is creative imagining, the use of imagination and states of consciousness. So um, we can say relationship. We can say finances, we could say career, we can say health. They are all, you know, like think of yourself or myself as a farmer and they're plots of your the land you own. So you look at them and I say, oh, my relationships, oh, my health, oh, my career, oh, my, you know, finances. And then I stop and say, well, what kind of a farmer were you? You know, what did you plant? Yeah. And, you know, and then look at what you're getting. And then, you know, that's the beginning of saying, you know, what do I need to change? Do I need to change the fertilizer? Do I need to change the, the the seed? You know, what is it that I need to change in order to get the result or the effect that I want to project onto the screen of space and time? Yes, that's so good. Melissa, we're going to take a break. Do you, um
1: before we do... uh. Any, how can people find you, and do you do individual consultations and sessions? Explain that. We have about a minute before break. Okay.
2: Well, my website is presentmemory.com, um, and people can go there, and there's a contact page, and you can they can. Contact me um, if they would like the work that I do now. I've cut back tremendously. I don't do the, um, travel with Melissa anymore. I used to take clients to different spas around the world, um, and I'm not doing webinars. I'm simply doing one-on-one consults, and um, and my work varies, you know, according to the needs of the client. I have different options of different kinds of sessions that I offer people. Um, one is imagery patterning, one is memory reconciliation, one is um, restorative spiritual reset, and one is emotional reboot. So everything that I do is really about helping someone move stuck energy, understand resistance, learn how to consciously image, and, and understand that once you image, you have to rebuild belief as you clear the energy off of the traumatic or unwanted program that's running. So that pretty much explains the work that I'm doing and where I'm at now. Wonderful.
1: You really tailor it to the individual needs.
2: All right, we're going to come back with
1: Melissa Zolo right after the break. And um, just to give you a, a capsule... She is an inspirational speaker, mentor, images, certified vibrational sound practitioner, and touch for health energy balancing facilitator. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on Voice of America. We'll be right back.
3: Streaming live the leader in internet talk radio VoiceAmerica.com.
4: a brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others if you have that courage then brave hearts radio with brian Reinbold is for you even if you aren't yet you'll want to still tune in to get inspired create your own story to share and change your life for the better listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input too Listen for Bravehearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere.
3: On Read My Lips Radio, producer and host AKA Radio Red invites you to eavesdrop on her live, unscripted conversations with smart, savvy, creative people as she discovers what makes them tick, where they find their inspiration, when creativity first became their passion, and how their creative process can inspire the rest of us to think out of the box. Enjoy AKA Radio Red's always lively, cool conversations with creatives. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Oh, how those lips can talk. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Hi, everyone, and we are back.
1: And my guest is Melissa Zolo. Melissa Zolo is a nonconformist and seeker of truth. She spent years searching for practical solutions at seemingly insurmountable challenges in her life, gaining wisdom and a deep understanding of the transformative power of consciousness, focused imagination, and energy balancing. After a serious debilitating head injury, Melissa developed a spiritual system which explains the secret of causation, enabling her to rewire her brain and triumph over her injury and adversity. She, her amazing and profound method, provides a path for others to create a new reality for themselves. This street smart and spirit wise woman provides tools to transform emotion, reset unsatisfying mental blueprints to rebuild belief in personal and professional success, and to help increase the miracle working powers of consciousness. She is an imagist, an ordained minister, a spiritual mind practitioner, a memory reconciliation practitioner, an energy and psychological kinesiologist, and a vibrational sound practitioner and sound healer. She's the author of multiple audio programs, including Discover the Power of Imagination, and The Art of Intentional Creation, and How to Unleash the Power Within and Attract Money. And her client base includes professionals in the fields of health, finance, publishing, higher education, sports, and the arts. You can go to her website, presentmemory.com. Welcome back, Melissa. Thank you. Okay. All right. So let's talk about, you. I know you are an ordained minister and a spiritual mind practitioner, but you never refer to yourself as a healer. You refer to yourself as an imagist. For those who don't know what a spiritual mind practitioner and imagist is, please explain.
2: Well, for me, a spiritual mind practitioner is someone who feels a strong connection to the life force within, um, to this healing presence. Uh, and, And they have a deep intuitive awareness into core beliefs, and I would say for myself, a complete conviction that divine presence um can transcend and override these lower programs that are replaying in the subjective mind. So for me, spiritual mind treatment differs from many who think of it as affirmative prayer. I think of it as the application of spiritual principles to impossible circumstances. And uh, I rely totally on, you know, the spirit within to bring about the change that the client is asking for via um, specific procedures within the consciousness or the imagination, because I truly believe imagining creates reality. Uh, In terms of being an imagist, I would never say I'm a healer. Uh, It goes against every cell in my body. I think there is only one healer. It is the healer that made the body. It is the living spirit. It is consciousness. You know, it's divine imagination. Call it God. Call it whatever you will. But I would never say I'm a healer. Uh, I say imagist because... Um, you know, I'll tell you a story how this came about. It really—I I was doing—I did a speaking engagement at the Hilton Hotel many years ago, and mm-hmm. you know, and I was walking around in the audience, and I saw there were people, you know, and you, there were different people of different religious backgrounds, you know, Jewish people, Christian people, um, people who uh, were of uh, middle, uh, of Middle Eastern, and also Eastern. So there were all these people, and I remember one man said, "Well." you know, I don't believe in any religion. I'm an atheist. And so, you know, when I went up there, I was thinking about this on my way up, and I thought, okay, so listen. And I I said, you know, everybody who's Christian, raise your hand, everybody. And then I said, well, okay, so that's, there's a dividing line in that conviction of what you believe in. I said, but close your eyes, and let's all go within, and imagine a rose or a dollar bill. And the whole room was silent and everyone turned within themselves. You could feel it. And in that instant, I said, that's... Five steps above. That's the penthouse, and that's who I want to rep- represent myself as. I am an imagist because I rely on my imagination, and everyone got it. Everyone got mm-hmm. it. It was such a great moment, and so I've referred to myself as an imagist or a spiritual mind practitioner. You know, this is going back many, many years, um, but that's how it came about. Yeah. You know, there.
1: I was reading several of your testimonials on your website, presentmemory.com, and two stuck with me. Could you share? Um, could you share with our listeners the stories of these two women? One is an RN. Could you explain that one, and then we can do the second one.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Well, this is an, a very you know amazing um, testimonial to have received at this particular time. Um, in what's going on in the world with the, um, pandemic. Um, I found out about an RN who had been working in a hospital and with patients that all the patients she cared for were, um, tested positive on the, on the virus. And suddenly, you know, the negative energy that was around her and the sickness in the environment got to her and she became very ill. I found out about this and, so, a session was arranged for her to have, uh, to work with me. Um, now she knew nothing really about my work, really not much about me, but as I open all my sessions, or even before, I always tell someone you need to be in a quiet space, no interruptions, because once I open it, I feel extremely responsible for that person's well-being on all levels of their being. And so, uh, the session opened and we began about two, three minutes into it, and suddenly she says, oh, wait, I, I got a call from the hospital. Um, she said, I, I have to take it. So I had never had that happen before, but I said, okay, I said, why don't you call me back, and we'll start again. So I sat down, I just stayed very calm, uh, she called me back a few minutes later and she said the hospital wanted to send an ambulance for me to go into the, uh, emergency room because my symptoms are so bad. I've been throwing up and dehydrated for many days and, and I said, well, what did you choose? You know, do you need to go? And she said, no, I want to continue this session. And I have never had that happen in my life. And in that moment, I said, this woman who knows nothing about the work I did, there's something in her that knows something. And so bravo to her. So we did, um, a restorative spiritual reset with image repatterning and energy clearing. I never asked her anything else, anything about her her uh, illness or or nothing, because I know nothing about it. I think I'm one of the few people on the planet. I don't have a TV. I, di- I don't have a radio. I don't tune into anything on disease. So I was in a state of perfect health. I was in a vibration and the state of opening my heart and mind to the spirit that has the solution and the healing for, for all things. So we did, we'd go through the session And at the end, I basically just said to her, I I would recommend that you rest. And she said, well, you know, I think that, you know, maybe I should have another session. I said, well, first, find out. Let's see what happens. And we hang up. I get a message the next morning saying, I don't know what happened, but I feel brand new. I felt like I was you know, I felt, she said it, she said, I felt like I was dying, like I was withering away that something was just pulling me out. And I feel great now. She said, I, the symptoms have all subsided. Now, I want to make this clear to anyone listening. I did not do anything except facilitate, put the image in, you follow, and then yes. turn it over to spirit. But this is yep. what amazes me. She did a second Um, uh, session with me, and about 10 days later was back at work, no symptoms, and she's still working, so to me, now somebody who doesn't understand uh, the law of manifestation and how manifestation occurs, or who comes from a religious background will say that was a miracle, um and in fact you know one could say easily yeah that was a miracle but because i know that miracles are still um they still have to go along the line of conscious manifestation what i would say is that woman's faith that woman's desire to be healed or healthy or and and was in that session revealed you know i mean it was a beautiful, intense, deep session. And I'll tell you one other thing. When people are up against the wall, their resistance is nowhere to be found. It's gone. They have such a desire, such yes. focus. They are so open. And I yeah. think that's also part of it. Um, you yeah. know, and yeah. uh, It has and- to come from her. I mean, she had to, you
1: could lay the groundwork, as you said, you were the facilitator, but she had to have the will and the desire in order to make this happen.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I really believe all healing is self-healing. All right. healing is self-healing. I don't care what modality, you know, or what level, it always goes back to the heart of the other person. Absolutely. And and, what, and, and, and so that's why I say all healing is self-healing.
1: It's wonderful. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, there's another story of someone else who had an amazing experience that I'm going to have you share as well Melissa oh, okay. we're talking to okay. Melissa Zolo and she is she's just an amazing she created the imaginal dynamic series and she's an imagist as well as many other things and we will come back and tell you again in depth everything that Melissa does right after the break right here on voiceamerica.com America's Voice I'm Patricia Raskin we'll be right back
3: on the Voice America Variety Channel.
4: Join five-time world and international boxing champion, mental health advocate, writer and speaker, Mia St. John, for In the Ring with Mia. After losing her ex-husband and son to mental illness, Mia has set out to empower those who deal with mental illness, homelessness, poverty and addiction. Tune in and join Mia in the ring, and together you'll find the help and motivation that you need. Listen live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
3: Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas.
0: Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show.
1: Hi, everyone, and we are back. And my guest, Melissa Zola, was quite an amazing woman, and her bio is very long, so I'm going to shorten it for you, but we'll come up with the the really important pieces here. Um, Melissa is a seeker of truth. She has spent years searching for practical solutions to seemingly insurmountable challenges in her life after she's had serious and debilitating injuries. She's rewired her own brain, and she has now helped just thousands of people. She is an imagist, an ordained minister. She's a spiritual mind practitioner. She's a memory reconciliation practitioner. She's an energy and psychological kinesiologist, and a vibrational sound practitioner and sound healer. She's the author of multiple audio programs, including Discover the Power of Imagination and the Art of Intentional Creation and How to Unleash the Power Within and Attract Money. And she works with people one-to-one. Look her up, presentmemory.com. She's been doing this work for three decades. I met her probably two decades ago, and her work is very powerful. So welcome back, Melissa. Thank you. All right, and let's, let's look at how powerful your work is by telling the second story of someone that you worked with. Explain
2: that one. Well, I don't know which one you're referring to.
1: This is, this is the woman who, around 10 p.m., knew her body was in serious trouble, and she called 911. The oh. EMT workers rushed her to the ER in a nearby hospital. I she uh-huh. was stabilized and went to sleep. And when she woke in the morning, she immediately called Reverend Melissa Zolo for help in spiritual treatment.
2: Okay. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Yes. Again, this is another standout, very unusual uh, occurrence. Um, I usually don't start working until 9 in the morning, um, but my phone rang. It was 7 a.m., and this woman called me telling me immediately that I'm in the ER. They don't know what's wrong with me. Um, Will you do a, a, a spiritual mind treatment? And so I just sat down and we did the treatment. And uh, a few hours later, I get a call from her saying, Melissa, I need to do another uh, session with you because um, they're going to do surgery. They're going to cut me open. And I'm very nervous about that. So now, this is a very important thing to understand as a practitioner. I'm dealing with someone who's sitting in the most volatile situation under the care of surgeons, and one does not want to in any way interfere on any dimension with another person's soul or experiences. So I tell you, I took a few deep breaths that morning um, and I said, okay, so we did another treatment. An hour later, she called me again and she said, the surgeons in my room And there are about four or five other doctors here. There is a large pulmonary embolism next to my heart. I I tell you, I said to her, don't tell me one more thing. Now, here's the reason why. I do not want to be influenced in any way. I simply go into the highest realm for myself myself of where all things are possible, to the realm of solution, to the living spirit. And so she said, and this is a first for me, she said, Melissa, the surgeon's right here. Will you talk to him? Now, of course, honestly, I took a breath because I said, this surgeon is not going to get on the phone with me. And I could hear her say, she's a minister. Would you speak to her? So he got on the phone and... I said to him, you know, what's the outcome? I didn't want to know everything that was wrong. I wanted to ask him, what's the outcome that you would like for this surgery? And he proceeded to tell me things that were wrong, because most of the time that's where people come from, the diagnosis. And so at the end, and honest to God, this is the truth of what came out of my mouth. I said, Doctor, would it be fair to say that what you want is the boo-boo to go away and for complete restoration of circulation, like perfect circular health, would that be a good outcome for you? And I could hear him just stop and take a breath and say, yeah, that's 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 it. That's perfect. And I said, would you mind if I uh, – In a word or two for that outcome, and he laughed a bit and he said yes. So, and this was on speakerphone for all the doctors, everyone was hearing this conversation and the patient. So, uh, and then we hung up. I we did, you know, I hung up, I did the treatment, we hung up, and an hour no, no, was it an hour or maybe two hours? I don't know, but I got a call a few hours later saying. Melissa, you don't, you won't believe this, but the surgeon was replaced. Another surgeon wow. or another doctor came in. They checked my vitals, and guess what? They're not going to operate. Mm. This all happened in real time. Mm. Wow! So. Now, and then she said, they're going to administer medication, they're going to monitor me for a few days in the ICU, and then if all goes well, they're going to send me home. Um, And when all this occurred, their take was that they felt the medicine, you know, taken orally could dissolve the clock. Now, I Mm -hmm. did none of that. I simply took the image, the outcome, and I gave it to the spirit within I imagined clearly, I acted with complete conviction and expectation that the healer within, the living spirit, had the ways and the means to do the healing, to alter the circumstances if necessary, in order to bring about a manifestation, no matter how unlikely, how unpredictable or how impossible i don't go there i go there i go to the outcome and i very quietly stay there until i feel and then i turn it over and then i let go and i don't think about it again and so that woman was home within 2 weeks and back and in life, within three or four weeks, and she's doing really well. I understand. Mm. So, so those are two outstanding, I would say, mm. really miraculous um, manifestations. And I, again, I say they both depended really on the level of faith and and heart opening to a positive result of those two individuals. Hmm. But
1: as you said, it comes from them. They had to have that will yeah. and that desire and that openness. As you said, I also thought you said something very interesting, which captured me, Melissa. I mean, everything has, but this really stood out for me. You said when you are up against it, meaning you're really Mm -hmm. about to fall out and you're at the bottom, Mm -hmm. that's when you are often most receptive to the healing. Unfortunately, it has to come to that sometimes for people, but that's when you open up when you're at the bottom.
2: Because most people are operating from resistance. Most people are saying, oh, I want to change. And then when you go to the program that's running, um, they're like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I'll give you an example. I had a client just a week ago who wants to experience harmonious relationships. And so what came up in the session was a program running of unresolved anger um, with her ex-husband. And so Mm -hmm. I try to explain that in order to go forward into harmonious relationship there has to be a clearing an energetic clearing of the debris the leftover muck the psychic pus whatever you want to call it from from the unresolved energy on that memory has to clear i'm not playing around with you know miracles and and things like that i'm so grounded in this and and there is resistance to letting go and but i truly believe that you, you meet the client where they're at, and you never make them feel badly about where they're at. Instead, you stay at that moment and assist them to acknowledge those unresolved feelings, that stuck energy, because it's the stuck energy that's the issue. And so it may take a few more minutes or time or sessions. Essentially, when the person gets to see that their foot is on the brake to going forward into what they truly desire, then, I, then the, the resistance begins to subside. Resistance is always a, but you don't understand, but you don't know what happened, but you don't know what he did to me 20 years ago. There's always a but, and that but I being very um, intuitive and sensitive, I can see the whole thing. So so that's a, a really important point. When somebody is, you know, with my situation... I mean, I was holding on to life by my fingernails, and I had no one to turn to. I had no one to call to say, lift me up, clear this, do this for me. All I had was a memory. I had been introduced to Margaret Ruth Broom, who is a new thought, t- uh, practi- uh, not a practitioner, a writer, and she was the editor of Neville Goddard's work, and they were proponents of what... uh uh, Phineas Quinby, the the leader or the founder of New Thought was, which is that you have the power to heal and rise. so for me, I only had myself. so my m- way of working with myself was, boy, your mm-hmm. thoughts and images and feelings got you into this mess, and your thoughts, feelings and images are going to get you out of this mess for Reason, Melissa. Right. And that's. Go
1: ahead. That, and we're well, going to close on that.
2: Okay. Because, because. the the reason, and I wanted, you know, you're going to rise like the phoenix or die, right. but I wanted to test spiritual principles out. And I did. And, and
1: I proved And, them. and it's worked. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to take a break on that note when we come back. We're going to talk about how you work with people remotely, sessions people have, you're conscious on um, imagining um, and what imagining does, and what breakthroughs are all about, and sometimes they don't last, and about the different kinds of work that you do in terms of uh, clearings. Yep. You're listening to that's the Sharass. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But we'll have a whole, a whole like nine minutes to do it. So we're okay. talking to okay. Melissa Zolo, who's an amazing healer. Spirit. I would. She doesn't like to be called a healer, so let's say imagist. She's an amazing imagist and facilitator. And take a look at her website: presentmemory.com. Present All right, I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back.
3: barry now presents his gifts to others as host of the joy of living all you need to do is tune in listen live every tuesday at 10 a.m pacific time and 1 p.m eastern on the voice america variety channel
4: join chris epting every week for the moment chris talks to some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet including authors artists and athletes and that's just the a-list These celebrities and public figures have interesting stories that all showcase the moments that their lives took a certain dramatic turn, changing them forever and shaping them to be the person that they were meant to be. Listen for The Moment with Chris Epting, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Planning for college?
0: Hello, everyone,
1: and welcome. My guest for the whole hour is Melissa Zolo. And Melissa is an an imagist, an ordained minister, a spiritual mind practitioner, a memory reconciliation practitioner, an energy and psychological kinesiologist, and a vibrational sound practitioner and sound healer. Her audio programs include Discover the Power of Imagination, The Art of Attentional Creation, and how to unleash the power within and attract money. And she is a seeker of truth. She has been through insurmountable challenges in her own life, serious and debilitating uh, head injuries and other injuries that really helped her and enabled her to rewire her own brain and triumph herself over injury and adversity. And so her method is based on what she's been through she 's been helping people for thirty years, and her website is presentmemory dot com Welcome back, Melissa Thank you okay. How do you work with people remotely and how many sessions do people have and explain that
2: well um, i 've always worked remotely I am very um gifted in being able to listen to someone. And, um, and in the listening, they could be saying, my name is Jane, <clears throat>, but I'm hearing how they feel uh, about being called Jane. In other words, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I have an intuitive sense. So I, I, can, I, I, I can pick up beliefs that people are feeling. Um, So for me, having a a one-on-one session remotely is so much more conducive to getting to the root cause of the program that the person truly wants to release and also helping to design the mental blueprint or image that would be um, replacing that old program. So I'm, I'm much more um, at ease on the phone. Um, when you're with someone, uh, physically, you're you you're looking at them, and somehow they expect you to go on the dance floor with their story. And and in my sessions, I'm not interested in store in the story. I'm interested in the moment. I'm interested in and in what is it that you want, um, and how to from there. So that's why I've done remote work from the first moment of my first session, um, which is over thirty years ago. Wow. Now your focus is
1: on conscious manifestation, imagination and that imagining
2: creates reality. Explain that. Well, for me, conscious manifestation is definite spiritual thinking. It's not race Thinking. It's not the inherited thinking. It's not the thinking that's bouncing off of the, our outer senses, looking at uh, circumstances outside of us. Conscious manifest- manifestation is definite spiritual thinking. It's the definite use of imagination within ourselves, upon ourselves, about ourselves, to change ourselves. Uh, it's totally... Uh, involved with conscious movement of thought because thought creates results. I choose a dream seed or if I'm working with a client, we choose what the desire is of what they really want um, and then we design a mental blueprint or image of that. We find the ideas that would be in harmony with that outcome because I do not Teach, do, apply um, affirmations. Do not come to me asking for an affirmation because two, three, four, ten, a thousand people do not think of the same blueprint, the same way. So, so many people teach and give out affirmations. I don't. I really hope to inspire people to think, and I'm not talking about you know. Um, just the reshuffling of prejudices, I'm talking about really learning how to think, because the thinker and the thought, the energy and the field are one. So it's really important for people to develop their capacity to think, because if you can't think, there's no way you're going to choose properly. Um, And then, you know, conscious manifestation is the uh, energizing and the or fertilizing of that blueprint or that image, knowing how to plant it, knowing how to surrender it into that infinite womb of wonder, the infinite intelligence or consciousness within. And so, because I know the laws um, of life, and I've been teach, I taught them for thirty years. I know that every emotionalized blueprint or picture that's created in the mind must by law come to pass. And that's one reason why I encourage people to take their attention and awareness off of the media and off of illness and off of disease, because as you're ingesting it and reacting to it, you are negatively planting blueprints and programs into your subjective mind and, and, and there's always, you know, it's like you say, you know, early earlier bringing up, if you plant corn, you don't get tomatoes. 99.9% of people do not know what they're doing and what they're allowing into their subconscious minds. They don't know how their reactions are fueling, um, I don't want to say illness outcomes, but unhealthy outcomes or, you know, mm-hmm. or unbalanced mm-hmm. outcomes in their life. Yes. Now you, so for you, me, oh, go ahead. Now, I just want
1: to say you talk about breakthroughs, and because you were talking about that, and you say they don't
2: last. What do you mean? Well, what I mean is like i had listen, I consider my, I'm still in the process of healing my brain. Um, there's a difference between healing and complete cure. Um, so I know from personal experience that I can have a breakthrough, and then somehow vibrationally I am not capable of holding to that breakthrough and so once that happens my vibration will change Um, so part of it could be because of resistance part of it can be because the healing is still at another level uh, you know that I'm moving towards so so many times though people you know their mind is like a rubber band after you they have a session after 2 weeks or 3 weeks the rubber band you know goes back to the old program or belief which simply right. means they haven't really dedicated themselves to systematic repetition of the new belief of identifying themselves yeah. completely with who they are in that inner realm. That's the key. I mean, that's the key, the dedication, you know, because you the, the subconscious or the subjective mind is dominated by your dominant thought pattern. It's right. your dominant conviction. And thought pattern. And so I'm spending all these years and times changing my mindset to the feeling of the good things in life as right. opposed to what memory dictates. Okay. Because Got memory in essentially is the Akashic record, it's your book of life. So every woman, every man is a book unto themselves. They're a library of records that they carry and their life and their actions have all been registered in that record. And and so most of them and most of us have adversities and trials and they keep bringing that forward. And my work is about clearing the energy on that record, on those adversities. But ultimately, the person has to, you know, do the work to imprint the new self-image.
1: All right. And on that note, we've got to close, but it was outstanding. It was wonderful. And people can log on to presentmemory.com. And I know you also do kinesiology and sound healing, so you bring different... No, I'm not doing it
2: anymore. I I don't do any work physically anymore. um, My studio is closed. I'm doing everything um, remotely now. So I do energy testing on um, my restorative spiritual reset sessions because we test everything, but I'm not doing anything live. Done.
1: Finito. That's all right. right. Log on to presentmemory.com. Melissa, it's been wonderful to have you on the program. Really. Great to connect with you you. again, Patricia. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. You can write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com to get a copy of my newsletter. Or if you're thinking of doing your own program or podcast, I can help you do that. Just log on to PatriciaRaskin.com, and it's all there. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now.